This audio version of the Elseworlds Exchange is sponsored by Speech Bubble. If you want to get to know comic book creators on a level few have ever dared attempt, then Speech Bubble is your answer. Hosted by journalist Aaron Broverman. It's a podcast featuring hour-long uncensored conversations with comic book pros living and working in the unlikely comics hub of Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Past guests include Chip Zdarsky of Spectacular Spider-Man and Sex Criminals, Ramon Perez from Hawkeye and Nova, Ed Brisson of Old Man Logan, Ryan North from The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, Hope Nicholson, The Secret Love of Geek, Valentine Delandro, a bitch planet, and many more. Download the show at NeverSleepsNetwork.com or subscribe on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast needs met. Follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SpeechBubblePod. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals, a mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusader for law. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange. I'm Sal. And I'm Joel. So today we are going to have a discussion about supervillain shakeups. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to uh, talk about the times when it happened. Instead, we're going to be pitching, is that right? Supervillains yep. that are swapping teams. Yep, um, swapping heroes. You might remember, uh, and by you might remember, you won't. Uh, this old event from the late 80s, early 90s called Acts of Vengeance, mm-hmm. when uh, the supervillains for like a minute or two swapped their heroes. Which is a like, clever concept. Love that idea. The, the, the conceit is basically Magneto's like, the X-Men keep handing me my ass. What if I fought Spider-Man instead? Yeah. Cool. Great idea. Let's see how that goes. Um, it was so like bogged down with other crap and not focusing on how much fun that could be. That yeah. it kind of got away from it. So, no, while the title of this episode is AKA Acts of Vengeance 2, there is no official Acts of Vengeance 2 coming. No. Unless you watch this episode, in which case we are going to be pitching you a kind of Acts of Vengeance 2 that crosses universes. We're not just going to be talking about Marvel. We're going to talk about DC as well. Oh, yeah. And, like, so, here's the thing. If this episode gets really popular and this reaches Marvel editorial, I hope they're like, man, we should do that again. I mean, like, there's that's a no-brainer. Like, Acts of Vengeance should basically just be a thing they do every year or two anyway. It should be a yearly event, shouldn't it? You get a new crop of writers, be like, okay, who do you want to swap this year? Yeah. Now, that said, they did uh, play with that idea, like, over time. I mean, like, there's a great Fantastic Four comic where Doc Ock fights Mr. Fantastic. Like, Mm -hmm. they used to just do that shit without calling it anything. So, I mean, I would love to see that. Um, right off the bat, Hector Esparza asks us a question, and I just want to, before we jump into the topic, I wanted to address it because I have no idea what he's talking about. He says, hey, what did you guys think about the DC and Marvel crossover? Um, uh, Sal talks about it a lot. <laughs> I talk about them doing it a lot. I've talked about them having done it before, but unless you're talking about that, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, if you're talking about one that's happening in the future, uh, God, I hope you're right. And I'd like you to please clarify further. But if you're just asking what I think about DC and Marvel crossing over, I love it. I think it's healthy. And I don't, as long as they don't do it too much, I'm down. Um, so anyway, uh, we're going to be talking about this. So let's jump into it. Uh, Joel, you're, you're kind of the Jeez. impetus behind this idea. Um, and while I do have a couple of ideas, I would rather just kind of like poke holes in your boat while you pitch them. So Please, please do. I, I like these. I like it when we do yeah. these. So let's just jump into it. What, what universe are we going to start in? And, All right. Uh, where are we gonna go? 
I I wrote one up uh, for for the Justice League here, and I think I think you'll like some of these. Uh, let's let, let's put our bet, best foot forward here. Let's start with the one that I'm sure everyone wants us to cover: Batman. Who do you swap Batman around with? And believe it or not, I think I found one that no one's going to expect. It's a dark horse, but it's a goodie. Okay. I I would have Batman fight Black Manta. Black Manta. Okay. Um, Which is a fight, as far as I know, has not happened in any meaningful way. No, not in any meaningful way. I, I, I think there, I want to say in the New 52, there was some like crossover with Aquaman and the others with Batman. And I think yeah. Batman was involved in some way. But right. I might be misremembering, so don't hold me to it. But the fact I, is, I, why do you want to see Black Manta? Uh, I will like tell you why. Yeah, I will I tell you exactly that. why. When you think about it, they are cut from very similar cloth. Batman is motivated by the death of his parents. Black Manta is motivated, at least in the New 52 when they redid his origin, by the death of his father. They are both normal, regular, everyday people who make use of amazing gadgets and technology. And really, what is a Manta if not an underwater bat? <laughs> That's fair. I mean, I would like to see a Bat Manta armor at the very oh. least. Um, but That'd be cool. yeah, okay. So like, how do you get over the underwater problem? Well, that's the thing. You lean right into it. A bunch of banks by the water get robbed in Gotham City. Batman finds out that it was Manta that was doing it. And this is all Manta's plot to lead Batman to water. The idea of being like, oh, you know, you're only so great when you're on the land. But this is my domain, man. I can totally kick your ass out here. I go toe-to-toe with Aquaman, and Aquaman is stronger than you. That's fair. And then you get to see Batman bust out some of the kind of like tech that you don't normally see but you know exactly. he has like the mm-hmm. bat boat or you know the bat submersible or... the shit you never get to see as much right exactly because you know he does have it he does have these gadgets but you never get to see him really execute them properly that's why i like I, I just pitched that like bat manta like you know there's like a black man like he stole mm. black man's armor at some point or aquaman helped him design something and he's like arthur never liked it because it had more your aesthetic than the one he <laughs> likes uh there was no green or gold in it um but yeah, I would love. To, I I I I'm I'm convinced that I want to see at least a one to four parter where that yes. happens. I mean, that's just, a mini series. Just the idea of Black Manta like holding Gotham for ransom using mm-hmm. using the ocean because it is a it it does abut the 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 water at the very least. Yes, uh, that'd be really cool. Yeah, I I dig the hell out of that man. That's totally cool. So so yeah, Aquaman would swap. Would would it be a straight up swap where like Batman gets Black Manta, Aquaman gets like the Penguin. Oh, oh, I have one for uh, Aquaman. Aquaman trades with another villain, oh, interestingly okay, cool. enough. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah. My pitch was much less, in, like, interesting. It was more obvious, but it's, like, something okay. that I would... That I'd like to see actually, hand, like, dug into instead of just, like, hinted at mm-hmm. or just superficially. Where it's just Luther and, and Batman. Just billionaires battling. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. They've they've teased that. They've walked up on that. Like at the tail end of Jeff Johns' Justice League, they butted heads a little bit, but never actually fought. No, and we've seen Batman deal with Lex Luthor. We've seen him threaten Lex Luthor. We've seen Luthor, like, not fall for Batman's tactics. But as far as I know, I've never seen, like, a straight... I mean, except for, like, No Man's Land when Luthor tried to buy Gotham. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. But I want to say that, like, there's never been, like, a thing where, like, Luthor sets up shop in Gotham. Mm-hmm. And Batman's like, no. And then you get to see Luther using all of his tactics where he's like, I'm normally dealing with a super strong God. Now I just have to deal with you. And mm-hmm. like the only thing you, the only edge is that you might be smart as smart as me. Um, 
you get to see power suit versus power suit. You get to oh, see boardroom cool. conflicts. You get to see uh, mm-hmm. like Lex Luthor call security on Batman when he shows up and like his, you know, he breaks through the window and he's skulking through offices and looking through files. And then like high, like mercy shows up and like, kicks oh, his ass. Yeah. you know, like, like legitimate things where he's like, this is like where he can, conv- he, he accuses Bruce Wayne of industrial espionage. <laughs> Whereas, like, you sent your, your vigilante to my office to try and steal trade secrets from me. That's against the law. I'm suing you. Like, that'd be kind of fun. It'd um, be great, too, because you could forever answer the question, who is the better businessman, Lex Luthor or Bruce Wayne? And at the end of the day, I think it's Lex. Lex actually knows what's going on in his company. He actually went to business school. Lex is a real businessman. Bruce pretends to be one so that he can keep having bat armor. Like, And I think that would fuck with Bruce a little bit to be like, oh, my God, this guy's a better version of me. Right, he's better at this job than I am. And, like, then he, like, meets up with Lucius, and then you find out, oh. like, so Batman, like, Lucius is his corporate Robin. Like, yes. Batman deals with, with Lex when Lex is putting on a power suit and punching people. But, mm. like, Batman calls Lucius to deal with, like, him. He's like, I don't I don't know how this how this industry works. See, like, that no would be amazing. Be. They have, like, a Rocky montage where Lucius is like, look, here's the TPS reports. Here's the bar grass. I'm going to teach you business. Exactly. I, I think that'd be really fun. Just a straight up, like, Luther invades Gotham kind of story. I like it. But yeah, so, I mean, obviously you can see the story potential of just swapping villains right, left, and right. I, um, I have a title for you, too. You could ooh. call it uh, Batman Luther Corporate Warfare. <laughs> I love it. I'm in. What's your What's your Black Manta Batman crossover? Uh, oh, yeah, what would that be? Uh, Batman Heart of the Sea or something. <laughs> but Batman, the, the old Batman in the ocean. There you go. Um, or just Batman Black Manta. There you go. Right, exactly. That's all you need. Or yeah, I, I don't know. Or the Aquabats or, and just license the name. Or hey, as or as making videos online has showed us, just call it Batman versus Black Manta because if you put verses in the title, everyone wants to uh, read it slash watch it slash watch. Uh, really quick, jumping into the super chat, Hector Esparza clarifies. So sorry, in C two E two this year, they gave a hint about a possible crossover. Uh, I think Sobolski was the one who did it. I'm looking forward to finding out more about that. Uh, super it is a new guard. Yeah, right. I listen. Casada's not an executive. Like he just works with them. I think he's like mm. chief creative officer or something like that. Like that doesn't mean he can tell them what to do or mm. determine editorial decisions. Like so, you know. But any, so maybe that might solve the DC problem. Um, Hector Esparza said that. Uh, super comic fanboy 616. Orion versus Loki. Do a new Genesis Asgard war. Ooh. That's a fun idea. We're going to just stick, stick with like their own universes. Because if you do DC versus Marvel, it's going to... a whole other show. You've seen us do that, and it goes completely off the rails. But I do Boy, love, your, I, I love your gumption. Um, and personally, I always pitch Orion versus Drax. Because when you break it down, they're very similar. This is true. Uh, Eddie Dizon, uh, Ghost Rider versus Ultron, Supernatural versus Science. Again, oh. an Ultron Ghost Rider would be something I want to see. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, Ghost Rider versus Ultron. I mean, look at, like, they're both basically skulls with fire. Ghost yes, Rider's on are. the outside, Ultron's on the inside, but they're Kirby Crackles. Um, mm-hmm. Dude, yeah, I'd love to see that shit. Ultron invading the underworld. Oh, man, be like, hey, I've tried taking over Earth in space. It hasn't worked. I'm going to take over the afterlife well, now. Well, like, maybe I should just become a god. Yeah. And also, too, would the penance stare work no. on Ultron? No, can a machine no technically? Yeah, I was gonna say a machine has no soul, and can a machine technically sin? Yeah, I mean that'd be freaking baller. Just seeing Mephisto versus Ultron would be cool. And then you get Green, and then you get uh, Ghost Rider involved. 
Uh, Will L, I'd swap Green Goblin and the Red Skull. That way it could be Cap versus Corporate America and Spider-Man versus just straight up old school villainy. Interesting. I agree with that concept. We've only seen Spider-Man battle the Red Skull very, very tangentially. Mm -hmm. Cap is very much involved. I'd love to see Cap dealing with Green Goblin um, more so than he did in Siege. Yeah. Um, Because, yeah, like Cap is dealing with just like black and white evil He's never mm. dealt with like just straight. He, well, he doesn't normally deal with straight up just insanity, like vindictive, uh-huh. desperate, frustrating insanity. I would love to see that. Not uh, only that, but like Norman Osborn is like, forget the American dream. I am the American nightmare. Right. I am rich and successful and I can do whatever the fuck I want. Oh, I yeah. can buy lawyers and judges. Nothing ever sticks to me. Oh, no. Osborn being like, no, you are my favorite superhero. <laughs> being kind of yeah. a fan and Cap being like, ugh. Uh, Taylor Petcher says, I know this happened before, but like Superman versus Black Adam, that's something everybody wants to see. Like, mm. and you, so I'm saying you have a good idea on your hands, man. Uh, magic versus, versus, uh, Superman is always a great combo. It's also nice to see a villain versus a superhero instead of seeing, uh, uh, Shazam versus Superman. Uh, um, I, I have a Superman pitch. That was my next one, actually. Well, and it's, it's very much in the same, uh, same wheelhouse as that. Let's hear it. I, I would have Superman swap with Cyborg of all people, and you're probably saying, wait, Cyborg has villains? Is, is I'm going back to his Teen Titans era. I would have Superman fight the evil cult leader, Brother Blood. Okay, yeah. Um, you don't get to see Superman versus cults. No, or, or, or magic people that much. So he's magic and he's a cult leader. Right, exactly. So you see him like winning over the hearts and minds of his followers and exactly. Superman kind of does these. It's both, it's about inspiration versus like For manipulation. Real. I love that. I, I, I know I'm giving people something to believe in Superman. You, you know, you, you give them the hard answers. You tell them stuff they don't want to hear. I just tell them what they want to hear all the time. And Superman can't hit brother blood because he has a wall of just normal everyday fanatical followers that Superman can't get through. Yeah. And so you give him a real problem here, but oh, I just can't hit this guy. Yeah. No, I love that concept. Um, Yeah. And and then when they do fight, Brother Blood is magic, so there you go. That's something that actually genuinely hurts Superman. Absolutely. All right. Uh, we got to title that one. Um, Superman, Superman. In the blood. Yeah. Uh, uh, blood. Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think Bl- of like. I'm blood trying to, Omen. Yeah, I'm trying to like combine like the blood is thicker than water or like the it's like runs yeah. deep or something like that. But like, yeah, like, yeah, like it's in like something that it, that implies like that it's ingrained or that it's like it, it's difficult to right. sift out. Um, uh, I guess bloodletting or like uh, there you go. Uh, uh, holy blood. If you want to do like the whole religious angle to yeah, it, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, but we'll get what. We, uh, yeah, let's move on. Um, before we get before we get to the next idea, Tan, uh, Tanisha Marshall says Wonder Woman versus Poison Ivy. I'd love to see Ooh, that. That would uh, be fun. Yeah, it's, you know, everybody always goes like, how about Wonder Woman versus Cheetah? Like, how about we see that? Because it's the only Wonder Woman villain that like actually mm. has like a like actual villain look. And it sucks. Like, it's always just so hollow and weird and like, yeah, you yeah. know, but I would love to see Wonder Woman fighting Poison Ivy. It's just, you know, like Poison Ivy, especially Poison Ivy is like, Fuck it, I'm going to th- I'm going to Themyscira. I'm yeah. a woman. It's isolated. No men. No, and then like I just need to purge it from these women, you, and I'm good to go. 
it's also too where it's like, hey, you Amazons, you live at one with the environment. You don't have a lot of industry that's destroying the planet. So this is this is perfect for me. Oh yeah, like Poison Ivy actually kind of like gaining footholds in one room and being like, you don't get it. She's a bank robber. Like this is uh, not good. Also, also too where it's like, hey, you fight Olympian gods. I control one of the base's elements of the universe. I am unto a god. Yeah. When oh, yeah. I want to be. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, like, we don't get to see Wonder Woman dealing with uh, the green. No. And that'd be really cool. It's a very cool concept. And be like, wait, the green, the Olympian gods, is there a crossover here? Did one create the other? What's going on? That's true. Uh, Cam taking a slight deviation from the topic to talk about the Stan Lee situation. He just says, Ugh. read the THR report on Stan Lee. He's in trouble. Hashtag save Stan Lee. Uh, yeah, Google it. Uh, check out uh, Neil Adams' open letter. And go from there. Uh, definitely shine a light on it because it's worth talking about. Definitely. And Kenori Merrick says, I have a 12-issue arc that I've been thinking about that has Batman versus Scarecrow, where Scarecrow's mm. using a yellow lantern ring to do something more than just make constructs but actually create fear. Right. Yeah, man, that's a pitch. Uh, we have seen, obviously we've seen uh, Scarecrow with the yellow lantern ring. But there's never just been like, oh no, he kept it, and like now he's like trying to he's trying to infect mm. infect Gotham with fear. Um, yeah, I would love to see that. It's not really a crossover because be it's literally just it's just one of his villains, but it's using the power of another uh, Lantern villain. Which it's is a story cool. they could tell. Yeah, uh, Tevi is suggesting, of course, uh, Super Sons versus Superboy Prime. That's a cool so that's a cool idea. That's likely. Like that will probably happen. Right. In no justice. Exactly. Uh, Mr. Giggles reminding me that he sent a PGK, uh, oh, a package to Comic Pop with no note. Thank you, Mr. Giggles. I can't guarantee I'll remember that when we film, but you can always check back to this episode and see me saying, hey, thank you so much, Mr. Giggles, for your awesome package. I can't wait uh, to see what it is. Thank you so much, man. Um, so, yeah, jumping in, uh, jumping into the, the, the deep end of the crossover pool. What do you got, man? Keep it going. Uh, okay, well, again, we were talking about Wonder Woman. I have a Wonder Woman pitch, Great. too. Wonder Woman versus Gorilla Grodd. That's awesome. How's, yeah. How's that strike your fancy? Because, again, in the Gail Simone run, Diana actually uh, worked with the, uh, what is it, Gorilla City Gorillas to push back uh, Captain Nazi and all of those characters. It would be funny to see Gorilla Grodd be like, you know what? I like this Themyscira Island. I want this. But also, obviously, I will subject all you women, much like Hercules did, because I imagine myself a very affluent, almost Herculean-type guy <laughs> myself. I could totally see that happening. That'd be really, really fun to see. Just taking the animal thing, where it's like Wonder Woman normally fights Cheetah. Now she's fighting mm -hmm. Gorilla Grodd. Um, Gorilla Grodd on Themyscira. You got the trees. You got you can uh, incorporate the whole uh, monkey aspect of Gorilla Grodd. Yep. Ape, I know. Um, but having him like swing from tree, it just, it, I know that it seems obvious, but it's more like, it'd be great to see like natural fighting techniques mm -hmm. from what you would imagine a gorilla if he were sentient and, uh, and on the offensive to use against Wonder Woman. Um, both of them, of course, both these ideas, of course, have outsiders invading Themyscira and trying yeah. to take over, which I really like I, also. I like seeing Wonder Woman defend her people. That's a really cool idea anyway. It, it is nice. Plus, hey, Grodd is psychic too, which you don't really see Wonder Woman fight a lot of psychic villains. Well, I mean, she did have uh, 
what is it? Uh, the, the 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 little guy, the little Tony Stark looking guy, Doctor Psycho, but he oh, doesn't show yeah. up as much anymore. No, you don't really see Doctor Psycho too often. Well, but hey, here's the cool thing. Uh, one of the powers that people always forget the uh, Lasso of Truth can do is it can break mind control. Yes. So like, oh, you could you could even like pull in a whole like William Mars like Molten Marsden like bondage thing. You ever like yes. wrap herself in the lasso to prevent herself from getting like uh, mind controlled. That'd be pretty that's cool. Re- that's really smart. Oh, but she like makes him believe that she is mind control. Yes, Lord God, I will do your bidding. Then gets close and just like backhands him. Yeah, I mean, listen, like these are all solid. Like you got to tell these stories for the next hundred years. These are great ideas that just kind of like write themselves. And even if you kind of like know where it's going or can predict it, like it's fun to read, especially if you have a solid artist on board. I would totally. read the hell out of that. Um, by the way, just a really quick aside, Mr. Giggles saying, hi, uh, Joel, yay, Canada. Hello. <laughs> Hello, yes. eh? Uh, so moving away from Wonder Woman, who else do you have uh, still in the DC world, I guess? All right, so we did the Trinity. Let's uh, let's move on to Green Lantern, or at least what I was thinking of when I put this together, the Green Lanterns, because truth is I don't really know a lot what's going on with Hal right now, but I have oh. been reading Green Lanterns. It would be fun if they fought a Wonder Woman villain. I'd like to see them fight Ares. With the lanterns? Yes, the lanterns fighting Ares, being like, look, you control your emotions and everything. You fight the red lanterns. You know, you have your fear and your hope and everything. Well, I am war. I am greater than any lantern emotion. Oh, yeah. I, oh, hell, you just have uh, the the red lanterns get super aggressive, start, like, taking over shit. The lantern's like, whoa, Atrocitus, what the hell's going on here, man? And then he's like... Oh, it's actually Ares manipulating everybody, and he's like, "No, nah, I just decided screw it." Like, also, I, I too like Black Manta. Like, I'm tired of losing on Earth. Yeah. Like Ultron. Like, I'm tired of losing on Earth. I'm gonna go up to, into space, start taking over planets. Screw Try it, my luck. Again, too, where it's like, hey, you know, you lanterns have been fighting forever so long, so many different factions. I am Ares fed by the psychic energy of war. You lanterns just on your own have given me enough power to last for a million years. Exactly. No, that's really cool. I like that idea, too. Yeah. Uh, I guess like Green Lantern's War Games. Mm, I like it. Uh, Jay Shadev says uh, Cyborg versus Brainiac or Brother Eye. Yeah. There you go. That's or like, Umag. come on. Cyborg versus Brainiac is a great idea. I like the Brother Eye one, but I want to go to Brainiac because Cyborg is so marginalized because he's mm-hmm. so crappy and boring. Uh, but wouldn't it be cool to have Cyborg, like, I don't know, he's on shithouse duty on the Watchtower or something. <laughs> Brainiac attacks, and he's the only one there, and he's like, I have to deal with Brainiac by myself now. Like, and have him, like, infect the thing and maybe get infected by Brainiac. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You get a lot of, like, you can do some really cool shit with just Cyborg being isolated with just oh, Brainiac. Oh, yeah. Um, and Brainiac could pull the whole, we're not so different, you and I. Right, things. exactly. They don't, they'll never trust you because you're a machine. Um, Imagine if you joined with me, how powerful we could become. Right. Uh, Kenori Merrick says, how about Black Panther versus the animal villains trapped on an island? Pub style? Like it. That'd be cool. I agree. I, there's only it. about a million uh, Marvel animal-themed villains. Exactly. I mean, hell, just Black Panther versus Kraven, which they've done before. But uh, Yes. But, you know, you could do that. Uh, Taylor Petcher says Lanterns versus Cersei. Similar. Hell, also uh, fun. Hell, Cersei takes over the Star Sapphires. Oh, shit. Cersei gets made into a Star Sapphire and then takes over. Bingo. That'd be great. 
Yeah, these Love are it. all. See how like fun it is when you just mix it up. You don't need to cross over universes to make uh, to to tell a fresh True. original story by just swapping villains. Acts of vengeance, man. Uh huh. I I had a cyborg one too on the Ooh. same front there. Uh, here would be a fun one: cyborg versus the Manhunters. The Manhunters. I'm not as familiar with the Manhunters as I should be. Uh, they're the, they're the, they're the robots that were supposed to be the Green Lanterns before they started actually putting the rings on people, but they went nuts. They went all you know, Dalek exterminate, exterminate. Everyone yes. is evil. Okay. It would be it would be cool to have Cyborg fight them because it's kind of like, oh, this is what I could become if I ever lost my humanity, if I ever became so cold and robotic. Plus, it's Cyborg versus not one villain but many villains. Yeah, that's cool. Hell, you get a chance to, uh, you know, maybe he, well, yeah. I was going to say maybe he, like, finds a stockpile of, you know, I was going to say another group of robots, and he, like, makes mm. an army of himself. Like, but you get, there you, go. you know, you make it epic, you know, get, like, a whole you, friggin' Lord of the Rings-style battle out of that. You could do the Mass Effect 2 thing with the Geth, where it's like maybe Cyborg has the opportunity to shut down the Manhunters forever or change their programming to make them good again. Yeah. But him kind of have this moral quandary of like, oh, is it right to steal the uh, free will of these thinking, feeling creatures, even if what they're thinking and feeling is evil? <laughs> yeah, I, I love that idea. These, that's the best kind of story when you make it like a moral victory or compromise and when you make it like kind of an allegory for – some mm. kind of like deeper emotional idea. Mm -hmm. um, in the super chat, uh, super comic fanboy says, This one's for Joel. You see <laughs> versus darts. You say versus darts. Man, you, you, you mentioned you play uh, the Duel Monsters card game one time, and everyone's got all these Yu Gi Oh ones for you now. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a cool fight. I don't know anything about it. I couldn't help you. And, and I won't explain it because we'll, we'll, we'll be here all day. No. Uh, Alex McDade says, uh, or Daid says, hey, guys, just wanted to say I love these pitches. I'm picturing the forces of Themyscira and Gorilla City clashing in your Wonder Woman Grodd pitch. Oh, yeah. Dude, no. Yeah, like Grodd, like maybe he like he hypnotizes the whole of the of Themyscira enough to allow all of the gorillas to come and you get like this kind of secret invasion thing going on. Oh, yeah. Um, where it's like, no, there's just monkeys on the island now. And like, we got to figure out what to do with them. That would be great because then you have like, you know, the Amazons who you never really see on the run have to have like a, hey, for lack of a better word, guerrilla war against these guys where they have to do hit and run attacks. Oh, yeah. And then you can, you can keep it going. You know what you call it? Wonder Woman Island of the Apes or something. Love it. Uh, Red Samurai says uh, Young Justice versus Justice League. Uh, Daredevil versus Green Goblin. Brainiac versus Green Lantern. Mm. Uh, Batman versus Rogues. Um, these are all great ideas. We'll get into all of them, I'm sure, in the future. Um, but oh, yeah. yeah, I'd like to. But I'm gonna pick one out of them. Uh, I'd like to see Daredevil versus Green Goblin. Um, that would be fun. Since Kingpin's a Spider-Man villain that basically became a better Daredevil villain, I'd love to yeah. see like Green Goblin switch over to Daredevil because it's basically just another douchey corporate stooge who also fancies himself a superhero or supervillain yep. rather. That'd be great. He's got a costume. He's got all the gadgets and everything. I, I imagine Daredevil would be like, you know what your problem is, Green Goblin? You're way too loud. I can hear your bombs. I can hear your glider coming. Right. I will always have the jump on you because you don't know how to shut up. Now, that said, Daredevil does have heightened senses, and Green Goblin does have sense-altering gas that he uses on Spider-Man for oh, spider sense. Yeah. So he could be like, but, you know, he just hits him with any normal gas, and he's and, and it really messes up Daredevil. And he's There's like, what are you story. doing, man? You're freaking out. 
Heartless Fang on the Cyborg Brainiac thing. Maybe Cyborg gets a taste of of godhood through the knowledge that mm. Brainiac possesses and gets addicted, like JLU mm-hmm. Lex did. Yeah, you could actually turn like it into a redemption arc for Cyborg, or you which yeah, which which they have done before. The Technus Imperative. You could maybe harken back to that. Yeah. And you don't even need to make it like a whole thing. You could just have it be like at the end where he's like, oh, I know how to fix everything. And then like Batman and the Justice League show up and they're like, yo, like we're going to we're going to help you. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm a good guy. And then he just (laughs) I like it. Will L, this is off topic, but I feel like uh, I could pitch a crossover with Doctor Strange, Ghost Rider and Spider-Man. Call it Deal with the Devil. It undoes one more day, but have Strange (laughs) kill Mephisto. Um, Only a Strange then becomes Mephisto. Mm. or call it like or a strange take over hell right like that's like that's where he's going anyway because like dr <laughs> strange is an idiot like monster now who just makes really bonehead <laughs> decisions and doesn't care about people anymore because nobody yeah. knows how to write for him so like yeah you might as well just have dr strange be like and call it dr strange lord of hell love it cameron holland punisher versus ronan the accuser acts of justice <laughs> that's fun yeah i feel like frank would die He's a little outpowered in that situation. But you know, it'd be funny if they decided to team up. Hey, you like punishing people? I like punishing uh, people. Just the image of Ronan the Accuser, like you, it would. It's a last page throwaway that they'd never follow up on. But mm. this moment where the two of them like see eye to eye, or at the very least, Ronan gets it. And then the <laughs> next time you see him like accusing, he's, he has this big skull on his chest. Or, nice. You're like, and you're like, whoa. And he's like, and they're like, are you here to? What are you accusing us of? He's like, I'm not accusing you. I'm punishing you. Ugh. Uh, uh. Writes, writes itself, you could have, like, that stepbrothers moment between Frank and Ronan. Did we just become best friends? Right, exactly. Uh, Batman Marvel says Doctor Strange is cool. I agree. It's too bad nobody has known how to write about him since Jason Aaron. Yeah, uh, let's let's see what Mark Wade does when he brings him to space. Well, uh, if you read Mark Wade's miniseries, uh, not very much. <laughs> so, you know, good luck. But let's Sorry, hope. Tiff. I want it to be good. I want Tiffany to enjoy her book, but, like, you know, it ain't great. <laughs> It's for up. Hey, I, I'm not even reading Green Arrow right now because it's like, hey, here's two fill-in writers before a new actual full-time writer takes yeah, over. Yeah, exactly. That shows how much care they have for their characters. S- same with Nightwing, but at least they promised, no, 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 Benjamin Percy's coming in for the long haul, and he's inventing a new villain in here that's going to be like a whole universe-wide villain. Right. Uh, now, you mentioned Nightwing. I know you have a Nightwing pitch. What is it? Uh, I don't have a Nightwing oh. pitch. I do a- I, I do have a green arrow. I tried okay. to keep it within the realm of the Justice League for this one because if I started doing other heroes, I'd be here all day. I'm, pre- I'm pretty proud of how this green arrow one came out. Green arrow versus Bane. But That'd it's not a but it's not a fight like you would think it would be. You would think, oh, we'll just do Nightfall in Star City. He'll let all of Green Arrow's villains <laughs> out. He'll break his back. No, Bane's bone that he picks with Green Arrow is, you know, you fancy yourself this ultimate survivor. You recreated yourself on this island. You became, you know, like this awesome hero guy. I recreated myself in prison. So I am going to kidnap you from your city, drop you on an island, and me and you are going to have a battle royale, essentially. No weapons except for what we build and we're gonna see who the ultimate survivor guy is oh yeah no bane kidnapping ollie and sending him to like santa prisa and being like we're the uh, only ones here and let's ollie do being it. like i know what it's like to be locked on an island for like for my survival let's do yeah. this that would be freaking dope like mm-hmm. especially if like oh they wake up on the island right or ollie wakes up on the island he's wearing like nothing except yep. maybe like a a, a sensor approved 
like loincloth kind of thing, but like you know, <laughs> there you buff go. and fun looking. But like we're, we're doing naked and afraid with superheroes. Exactly. It's great. But like because Bane is no stranger to ripping off all of his clothes and like kicking ass and like showing oh, off yeah. his body. So like and they're on an island and it's hot out. But like it's, so it's mm. hard to believe that he would wear his head to toe. Oh, yeah. Outfit. So like Ollie wakes up. He's got no anything. He's Tom Hanks and Castaway. So, you know, you're like, oh, shit, Ollie's fucked. And then, of course, like you see him being like, no, I'm I'm I, I my trick is arrows, but like I am a badass. Yes, I, I am the like, bare grills of the superhero community. Right? Like, he, he makes arrows out of the stuff. Like you have the predator yeah, yeah. at the end where he's like making like Boy Scout shit. Bane, meanwhile, is like hunting him. You basically do predator, mm. but it's a freaking Bane versus Ollie. At the end, Writes he like itself. Ollie breaks into the prison. He finds like the treasure room. He's like, oh, my freaking arrows. It's on now. Like. Love Meanwhile, it. Bane gets the venom on. He's like, okay, if you're going to get the arrows, I'm going to turn this shit on. And you're like, what? No, just ever ramping up. It's just a, tes- a testosterone-fueled, mm-hmm. like, boy drama. Like, that'd be love so it. fun. I would love it, that shit. And you know what? You could even make it a little smarter, too, because it's like, you know, I would actually like to hear Bane and Ollie talk. Because I think, you yes. know, politically, they line up on quite a few things. But even he's like, ooh, you went a little too far there. I don't agree with mass incarceration and all of these other things. But mm, no, 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 no. You went too far. Right. No, I love that idea. Oh, no. Like, and there's so much potential for that. That is straight up, like, practically just a four-issue mini that you need to do. Yep. Um, That's, I, I would love that one to death. And even have Bane be like, you know, you talk more than Batman. Batman doesn't talk to me as much as you do. <laughs> yeah. Did we just become supervillains? Like, did, <laughs> are we, are you officially my new supervillain? This is gonna be great. Hey, it's Green Arrow's way for uh, stealing back Deathstroke. Because remember, during the Judd Winnick era, Deathstroke was a Green Arrow villain so much that they incorporated him on the show. Now Deathstroke's been messing with uh, Batman this whole time. Yeah, I would love to see that. Um, Please. No, because Bane, like, you've done all the Bane stories you can with Batman at this point. You have. Give them to somebody else, especially somebody like Batman. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kenori Merrick, if you're crossing over, do Constantine versus Doctor Strange. Pure magical force against a drunken trickster. How do you think it play out? Uh, it would play out like uh, while it's hero versus hero and it's inner it's inner company. I don't want to dwell too much on it, but I will say I think I got to give the edge to to Steve. But uh, John would think he's got it because uh. he's a cheater and a son of a bitch. But like Strange deals with douchebags every day. It's true. You know, like like Superman being like John Cosney lied to me. What? Like I could see that but, but Doctor Strange is like I've sold my soul a hundred times over to blow mm. up planets. Oh, you smoke and you swear. Gee willikers. I, I mean, he uh, he sold his soul uh, one time quite well to four different demons, then had them all come and fight each other so he could get over not dying from cancer. Yeah, that's true. But Doctor Strange is also done very, very similarly. I could see it That's happening. true. Um, but uh, Tanisha Marcel says, uh, Nightwing versus Cheetah? Uh, mm. Yeah, it would end in a kiss. Uh, you know it would, because everybody loves Dick Grayson. They She's love him like, too oh. much. She's like, We're fi- they're fighting, and they get like just, you know, and he's like, I hope this doesn't wake something up inside me. Isn't uh, isn't the current cheetah gay though? I think she might I think be. She is. Eh. Which which which? Oh, that's that's Dick Grayson's kryptonite. Ah, woman who's not interested in yeah. me. Shit. Oh no! Then Barbara shows up and she's like, "Whoa, hey." Yeah, what's going on? What's happening over here? Right? Uh, comic critic says they should just make a cyborg a new gods character and let him fight Darkseid mm. and all of his minions along with the other new gods. Dude, he, that's he a great way join, to get rid of him. <laughs> he did join with the Mother Box after Dark Knight's Metal, and then they did nothing with it. He might as well be like, yeah, if he joins the mother box, he's new Genesis technology now. So get rid of him. 
Uh, Tales from the Island Z says, do the deadliest game, except Lex Luthor is the quarry and outsmarts them all. Like it. Yeah. Uh, Joshua Wright Karnak versus Taskmaster. Ooh, that's a yep. fun one. Yep. Uh, and Craven versus the High Evolutionary. I, I like that a lot. <laughs> that's also pretty fun. Oh, you love Beast Man. I love Hunting Beast Man. Well, now you're a Cheetah Man. Uh, Damn it. Which he'd either love or hate. Right? Um, well, in the Ultimate Universe, he did not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> John Madden says, uh, wow, we got the John Madden here. Uh, love the show. I just got my tax refund today, so I figure I'll throw some your way. Thank you very much, John. Oh, man, I got to put my taxes in shit. <laughs> yeah. Maybe other heroes fighting Spider-Man villains. Falcon versus Vulture. Uh, Iron Man Hulkbuster uh, versus cool. Rhino. Doctor Strange versus Mysterio. Those are all great ideas. Those are all Ooh, great I, pitches. I like the Strange versus Mysterio where it's like, I take you for a conjurer of cheap tricks, Quentin Beck. That's literally just like, that's one issue. Where he's just like, I am offended you thought you could do anything here. Mm -hmm. Like, and then just sends him into the dark dimension and he goes insane. <laughs> and then you have him come back and he's like, he actually has magic. And then you like do something oh, to do with Mysterio. That'd be some shit where Quentin Beck's like, hey man, I met this dude named Baron Mordo who taught me some real deal dark magic. We're very like, fuck it. Just, I met this dude named Dormammu. Ugh. And he says that I'm his new emissary and I'm down. Love that's um yeah. Then you make Mysterio worthwhile, where it's like, oh, I it's it's not all special effects now. Yeah, like no, I've been practicing my entire career, and now I'm ready for the real thing. That'd be freaking dope. That's good, dude. Make that a mini series where you actually follow Quentin Beck. I'd actually like to see his side of that. Right. Where it's like uh, my whole life I've been a faker and a fraud, but now I'm for real. Yeah. Uh, the Red Samurai, John Stewart versus Amanda Waller, old school badass Nightwing versus the Flash's Rogues, and the Sinister Six versus the X Men. So all, fun. All great ideas. Sinister Six basically just the brother the brotherhood of evil Spider Man villains anyway. They sure are. So yeah, all makes sense. Flash's Rogues don't get enough play, and they really don't. And they're all fun and colorful. Where it's like, yeah, that if all if they all work together, they should beat Flash. But wouldn't it be fun to see just Mirror Master versus somebody else? That would be cool. I, I have an Aquaman one. I noticed no oh, one's ventured to Aquaman yet. Okay, so here's one. Again, this one might take some explaining, but I think I'll win you over by the end. Okay. Aquaman versus Count Vertigo. Okay. I, yeah, I think I know where you're going with this. We're, we're both blonde. I am a Count. You are a King. Right. You use your psychic powers. That's always like a little sandwich da -da 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 -da, to uh -huh. communicate <laughs> with fish. What if I block that from you? And better yet, what if I steal that from you? And now I control everything in the sea. I, I, I feel like his cape would make him drown, but I do like the <laughs> idea of, uh, of somebody who takes away what gives Aquaman his powers and basically just mm -hmm. makes him kind of strong and that's all he's got. Yeah, try try and concentrate on your, you know, fish talking abilities when you're sea. Well, I, I'm literally making you king of the sea seasick. Yeah. Um, is Count Vertigo like Count Vertigo isn't really one hero's villain either. So it'd be interesting to see. Him. He's a Green Arrow villain. Is he a Green? I, I thought it was more like a like just kind of like a Suicide Squad character. He, he, he is technically a Green Arrow villain okay. is what he All is. Right. That's that's what he's supposed to be. Everyone forgot that for a couple years. Yeah. But that's that's what his deal is. Taylor Pester was just jumping in. He's like, I saw I was thinking Flash versus Vertigo. So you're not wrong. Um, I would like oh, to see that. D don't worry, I got one for Flash. Oh, and then, you know, it's, a, it's another thing, too, where it's like, hey, I, I, I don't have my kingdom. You have a kingdom. What if I take yours from you, Aquaman? Yeah. And no. I become King Vertigo of Atlantis. I love it. I, I, think that's, uh, I think that's a really cool idea. No, that didn't take much convincing. There you um, go. But, yeah, I'd be down. Um, 
how do you like what's the what's the what's the hook what's the emotional hook that's that's the harder one to work out there what would be the emotional hook on that like, one why does uh, he want that like, what's his what's his motivation that's that's the hardest part about count vertigo it's like i want my country back oh i can't have my country back well i guess i'll be a supervillain then right i mean i guess he's like i want my country back no country will have me i guess i'll take atlantis I'll take yours. Hey, it would be something where it's like, and I set up Atlantis as like this, uh, what is it? This safe zone for supervillains and criminals. Like I'm saying, like I, I'm building my own French foreign legion here that, you know, if you've been kicked out of your own country or you can't go back because of legal reasons, come, come to Vertigo's Atlantis and that live really under fun. the sea. Cause All there's right. no laws under the sea. Right. Exactly. Uh, no, that'd be cool. Okay. Yeah. I would read that. I don't know if I would be first in line to buy it, but I would definitely, <laughs> Check it out. You check it out and trade when it was all done after after I talked about how great it exactly. was. Exactly. I got to tell you, like, I don't even like that's not even like a crossover because I don't think money, who's using Count Vertigo at this point. No one. But uh, yeah, you could just have that happen. Like, screw it. Just put him in. Just have that story. Um, there you go. Now, yeah. now you fight me. All right. What's your flash pitch? All right. Here's my flash pitch. And again, this one might be a little unexpected. Flash versus Livewire. Yes. Okay. You got your powers from lightning. I am the embodiment of lightning. You're fast, but are you fast as lightning? (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Flash faster than lightning. And that's your freaking story. Dude, I got to tell you, um, are there any lightning based villains for Flash? I mean, there's got to be some. None are jumping to my head at the moment in DC. Usually when you of the rogues and there aren't. Um, Similarly, I guess I pitch like Weather Wizard versus Flash, Um, you know, freeze the ground, shoot him with lightning, that kind of thing. But, but isn't uh, Weather Wizard already a Flash villain? Is he? I thought he was. I thought he was a Superman villain technically. But. Th- there's a couple. I think the Golden Age Weather Wizard was a Superman villain, but the Rogues Weather Wizard that everyone knows. There you go. Um, Livewire is a great idea because it gets to use Livewire. Because she's a ton of fun and isn't used near enough. Hell, you get. You could have it. will be all the Flash. You could have be be it uh, Wally and Barry versus Livewire. I mean, you got it. She's there's enough of her to go around in terms of like mm. her her speed and her effectiveness. Mm. And there comes a point, too, when she's like, oh, when she figures out, oh, the Flash, you got your power by being struck by lightning, huh? So if I strike, you do, I get access to the speed force. Right. Or maybe like, dude, you you could do one or the other. Either she either she tries to recreate. Oh, OK, wait. So Livewire figures out the, the origin of the speed force, mm-hmm. Barry's connection to it. She tries to generate the lightning bolt that gets him to connect to the, the speed force mm-hmm, doesn't mm-hmm. realize that he is the lightning bolt that gave himself yeah. the speed force. So she does it. She gets like access to like something like the speed force. Yeah. But ultimately because she doesn't understand it and because it's not really the speed force, mm-hmm. it's, it starts to tear her apart or it starts to like take her into it. And, and cause she's a little batshit crazy. And Barry has to save her. And he's like, you don't like, you know, you didn't get why, like it, this doesn't happen all the time. And you didn't do it right, and so you, you can't do it properly. Like, totally. I have to save you. You could also play with the idea they love to play with in Flash, and that is Barry is so fast he can turn himself into pure energy. Livewire can turn herself into pure energy, so maybe to catch up to her, he has to, like, ride the lightning, literally, to oh, try dude, and catch that's, her. No, that's the name of the, of the book. It's Flash Ride the Lightning. Nice. Um, by the way, you could invert that story, and instead of it being that she puts herself into the speed force. She hits him with a lightning bolt that is like oh. the inverse of him. And so it severs his connection to the speed force. Love it. Again, there's a lot of ways you could go with that story. Yeah. 
hell, you could have them go back in time. Like, absolutely. Or have them fight in the speed force or have them fight Love on like it. an energy plane or, you know, like it, there's a lot of options oh. there that may, that write themselves. What do you if got? you're bringing time travel into it, really go the next level and say live wire because of time travel shenanigans. She became the bolt of lightning that hit herself that turned her into live wire. There you go. And then you like hint at the idea that maybe there is like maybe there's like a, an, an electricity force or something. It's not a speed yeah. force. It's the thing that gives people with electricity their powers or something yeah i mean listen that, that the, the sky's the limit for that idea um, and then for the sequel you could have Livewire versus static because static doesn't get any love if ever they were allowed to use him certainly yeah which they may never be unless the, unless they work this out yeah but uh shit that's awesome we are so close to the end of the show we are that's just fine gonna, that was my last one we're gonna call this dc supervillain shakeup and the next episode will be the marvel supervillain shakeup because uh, this is too much fun. It's too much fun, and it writes. They all write themselves, and there's. I'm sure there's a whole episode out of Marvel, um, but uh, but that was your last one. There was nobody else in your in your rogues that you wanted to use. I tried to keep it small for this one. I tried to keep it to the current Justice League and Green Arrow. I guess you could do Martian Manhunter and Hawkwoman if you really wanted. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you'd need to put Jean against something that. I mean, like, it could be something as obvious as Firefly. There you go. I don't want to see that because it's just fire. What about Martian Manhunter versus Parasite? Imagine if Parasite got some of his Martian power. That'd be cool. I mean, at at, at the end of the day, you know, every Superman story where he fights Parasite is Parasite takes some of Superman's powers, punches him, and then eventually gets defeated. He he takes too much and gets sick off it. It'd be cool to see Parasite, like, take some of Martian Manhunter's, like, energy and maybe he gets some of his shape-shifting ability or his intangibility or, like, he actually gets some powers from it. And it makes the Parasite kind of really formidable and more dangerous than if he were just attacking Superman. Yeah. The, the the other thing too with uh with if we were to talk about the Hawks, they really only have one villain people know and that's Shadow Thief. Yeah. I don't care about that enough to make that interesting. So let's just no one let's does. just use someone else's villain against the Hawk people. Okay, who's who, who's someone who can fly, who's maybe a little rough and tumble, who could maybe go Honestly, uh you know punch for cool? punch. Black Adam versus the Hawk people be dope. Oh, yeah. both kind of like yeah. The Egypt connection. Exactly. Hell, Black Adam is somehow connected to their, like, origins or their mythology. But better yet, he remembers them. What's like, yeah, I remember you when you were Prince Khufu, for fuck's sake. What what are you talking about? Carter Hall. What's what's this bullshit? Yeah, like, that'd be kind of cool. I'd be so on down for that. I'd be so down for that. Yeah, Uh, guys, we know each other. (laughs) Right. That's something I'm shocked they never did. Yeah, why have they not? Guys, we went to Egyptian high school together. (laughs) Um, yeah, you used to put my face into the lunch. Like, you were a jock, Black Adam. Uh, yes, um, Matt, he was a shitty prince, and the young guy who would become Black Adam is still mad at the Hawks all this oh, time. Oh, that'd later. be awesome. And they don't remember, and that's the tragic part of it, they don't remember that part of their lives that they were actually yeah, dicks. <laughs> it's just uh, Hawkman past lives, or Hawkman, like, you know, flashbacks, or whatever, or something like that. Love it. Um, Love Taylor it to Pester also suggested the Hawks versus Sinestro would be cool. Yeah. That's just a cool idea. Want to go cosmic get, with it. Because then, of course, you're like, I want to see the Hawks with a ring. Of yeah. Some kind. Um, but yeah, man, these are all dope. So at the end of the day, you know, you want to see the shakeups that make for interesting stories. And mm-hmm. while the gimmick is 
take something, it's like switcheroos. Um, there are, as you can tell, our excitement for these like come from the germ of a really good story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even if some of them are kind of like superficial, it's like even th- some issues are superficial. Sometimes you just want to <laughs> see them fight, and it's true. that's fine. Um, but yeah, so check that out. So yeah, the, those are those are cool. Um, but please join us next time for Marvel Supervillain Shakeup, where it actually will be like Acts of Vengeance two. Yeah. Uh. Um, you, you should take points on that because I think you have a deeper Marvel uh, pull pool right. than I do. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely make up a list and we'll, we'll, we'll re-jump into it. Uh, Let's sorry, do it. Sorry, all the Marvel fans that were waiting for the Marvel connection, but you know what? Like, it took an hour to go through this. So, so you get a whole to, episode. Yeah, you got a whole episode of DC, so we will do the next time, uh, you know, uh, with, with Marvel. It's going to be great. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to thank you guys so much for hanging out with us and watching this episode of the Elseworlds Exchange. And of course, stay tuned for back issues this week. It's going to be Court of Owls. So oh shit, it's going to be a hoot. Check it out, Ooh. and uh, we hope you uh, we hope you'll enjoy it. Um, How many owl puns are going to be in it? There are a couple. It's mostly just Ethan going, <laughs> which is really funny. And I'm like, what? Why is that so familiar? And it's because he's doing a he, he's doing a joke. He's. Rem- he, I was like, "You're you're doing a bird thing on this couch, and it's exactly like something else." There's an old episode called uh, "Back Issues: Vader's Quest." Watch it. Uh, mm-hmm. That's when we had our friend uh, Jason come by. And there's a crappy character named Prepadingo or something. Prepadingo, <laughs> uh, who's a bird man. He's just straight up a cockatiel in, a, in with like feet, <laughs> like with human feet. And he like and Ethan asks a question like, uh, "Or Bambapiga? Thank you, Fifth Horseman. Yeah, it's Bambapiga." Um, but he goes, when he gets upset, he goes, like, does he go like, <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It's so stupid. <laughs> Ban Papiga. Thank you. Prepodenko now that's is a Star name Wars of, name. The... No, it's not. It's a Croatian name. Oh shit. For real? Yeah. It's just some, uh, some Croatian author like took over the book or wrote oh. this book and just used Croatian words in substitution for Star Wars. <laughs> type things. Just so crappy. Like, so lazy and stupid. Like, what if, if, if an Italian, like, person had written it? Would it have been like, you know, oh, and meet a pasta fagiole. It was just like, uh... Enzo. Yeah, like, come on. Anyway, uh, catch Court of Owls. We'll see you guys uh, then. And of course, uh, catch us next week for an all-new episode of Elseworlds Exchange. I am Sal. I'm Joel. Thanks for watching. So long. <laughs>